This American Monster. A Monster of the Week actual play from This American Dice. Last time on This American Monster. The players discovered that their monster is a young woman named Roberta Hellinger. They followed her to a part of the Swamp's Head State Forest, but though they found her, they were not the only ones. All right, we join um, Chase Welker, Darkblade69, Ashton Green, and Sundry Charms back at the Swamp's Head uh, State Forest. They've attempted to surround Roberta Hellinger, but in that attempt um, to kind of like use diplomacy to get her to surrender to them, had not wagered on the fact that Grant Cheddar's lover of Roberta Hellinger, um, and lover is put in quotes, uh, lover of Roberta Hellinger um, is on the scene as well. And we heard, we saw Grant Cheddar's kind of pop up over maybe the top of a hill or like from behind a tree. And we heard a gunshot go off and that hits Sundry Charms. And Sundry, um, I think oh, you face. take, yeah, you're like my face. Yeah, it blows your face off. You're now unrecognizable as a human being. Um, uh, Sundry, what does your assault rifle do damage wise? It does three harm close far area. So yeah, so it does. So you take three harm. Yeesh. What does the middle mark mean? So once you go four or above, you're in danger. Like, uh oh, you really need to get to a hospital, or this will get worse. And I think that's one of the important things of this is that like Grant Cheddar's shoots you, essentially. Uh, not essentially, he shoots you. And there's the issue of, like, uh-oh, Sundry is badly injured. Hmm. Can I spend a luck coin here? Well, of course you can. You always can. I'm going to spend a luck coin. Whenever awesome. I spend a luck coin, someone from my past will reappear in my life soon. Boy, oh boy. Yeah, we had that, we had that happen before, and we'll have, to, we'll have to deal with that again for sure. But, um, oh, god damn, I bashed my elbow into something. Oh, also, can, can he still get shot? He just doesn't get hurt. So he has like an awful looking flesh wound, but that's all that it is? Sure, that's a, that's a possibility. Um, He's like, oh man, getting shot like that reminded me of someone. <laughs> who will appear shortly, no doubt. I can't say who, but I got a feeling of terrible nostalgia right now. Oh, yeah. just, it's just going to become the Sundry Charm Show after he like uses three more luck points. Like, will be like yeah. revolving side no, no. Just, just <laughs> After he uses a few more, there won't be any show left for Sundry Charm. Oh, yeah. So you, so yeah. So Sundry gets, Sundry gets shot, and I think he's bleeding. Like he gets shot, um, he feels numb in his stomach um and this like went right through in his stomach and um but i think you're able to kind of keep going and just act like it didn't hurt you at all all right that sounds good yeah 
Um, but that's what's going on. And you see Roberta Hellinger who kind of scrambles toward where her, um, like she has kind of a bag. She, you, we've seen kind of like a garbage bag of like, um, like various cans, empty things that she's had essentially a garbage bag of garbage. She has probably a, um, almost the equivalent of like a laundry bag of other stuff and then a backpack and she runs and she just grabs the backpack. I'm and gonna shoot her. Uh, you're going to shoot her? Yeah. Shoot her. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. You're, you just shot my friend. Well, you well, know, no, it wasn't. It was. It was right? um, well, Grant Ch- yeah, Grant Cheddars is the person who shot Sundry, not uh, Roberta oh. Hellinger. I, yeah. Do you want to shoot Roberta Hellinger nonetheless? <laughs> the Were Panther. Yes. Show them. <laughs> All right, go for it. So you're rolling to um it isn't a kick some ass because she's not fighting you in the slightest. I think this is a act under pressure, which is that you can shoot her before she gets away. So go for it. So roll plus cool. My cool is one. So I got an eight. Got an eight. All right. So um on a seven to nine, the keeper is going to give you a worse outcome, hard choice, or a price to pay. And I think the easy thing here is, whoop, that is the wrong one. I think an easy thing here is that uh, your goal was to shoot her in response to your friend being hurt, right? Yeah. Okay. So I think you... Well, also, she's a fleeing monster that's murdered a lot of people. So I think you can shoot her. Mm Mm-hmm. Darkblade shoots Roberta Hellinger and Roberta Hellinger, who just grabbed this backpack and had started to run, gets shot in the back with a shotgun. And you're and he's fair Darkblade's fairly close and by. Um and she falls and whacks herself into a tree and just falls over. And Grant Cheddar is like, Roberta! He like yells out. I shoot him. Oh my god. I'm like, well, we're killing innocent people. Might as well kill the guy who shot me in the stomach. All right, sure. So that's a kick some ass because he can definitely fight back. All right. I got a total of a nine. Nine. Okay. So on a nine, on a kick some ass. Anyone want to help me with this? So on any success, you and whatever you're fighting inflict harm on each other. The amount of harm is based on the established dangers. Um, but you don't get any of this other stuff. So uh, what weapon are you using, Sundry? Mm-hmm. I'm guessing he's using his handy-dandy assault rifle. No, sure. So uh, he has like a AR-15-esque weapon, and he's shooting up at... Uh, um, what's his name? Grant Cheddars. Yeah. And he, uh, and Sundry, Sundry's able to hit Grant Cheddars. So he does seven harm to you and you do seven harm to him as well as a, um, you mean three harm? I'm sorry. Yeah. Three harm to him. Sorry. I was looking at total harm that okay. you guys could take. Yeah. So you do th- three harm to him and he does three to you. And, uh, he, you see, a, like this bullet rip through this tree, and he's like, "Ah, uh, uh, you, you leave her alone!" Uh. And he's kind of screaming and yelling and making a ton of noise. Um, but yeah, 
So Mr. Welker and Ashton, uh, Roberta Hellinger, who again looks like young Kristen Ritter. She's like bloodied. I think she's wearing like a gray tank top or something like that. And um, she maybe had a uh, like a flannel over it. And uh, it's part of the flannel is like ripped up and there's a bunch of blood on it now. And there's a bunch of like kind of buckshot in the uh, in the tree that was right next to her. And she's like flopped over it. And our job to, for the company is to capture them, right? Mm-hmm. So Mr. Welker is just in shock at just how quickly this all went sideways. Like, I feel like five seconds ago, we were on the brink of convincing her to just get in the van and drive off with us. And yes, now... in fact, in fact, that specifically was a thing that, like, if you can convince her that you can deal with her as a victim, she's fine to go with you. And now we have one of our guys, like, badly wounded and, like, three, three people who have just been shot, one of whom was running away. <laughs> um... So I, I, Mr. Wilkers has no clue what to do right now, and neither does Carl. <laughs> Ashton, what's your game plan? I feel like I, Ashton has to get this lady into the van to safety. That's his primary goal right now. It, are people like, uh, are they aiming at her, like shooting at her now? Are people shooting at her? Well, I mean, that's it's just us out here. So yeah. it's you guys and Grant Cheddar's, so far as you know. Yeah. So, so yes. <laughs> so uh, Darkblade was the one who shot at her before. So Darkblade, are you sh continuing to shoot at this woman or this this young woman? Oh, I got her. So not at the <laughs> moment. But there is someone who's shooting at <laughs> you guys, so you are in danger, specifically if you're trying to bring her back. Are you trying to bring her back to uh, the, the van? Yeah, always always a good thing of carrying an unconscious woman back to a van. A, yeah. a bleeding, wounded... So there's, so, so there's a, a third party shooting at this, too? Well, Grant Cheddars is the... Who is still active with a gun. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like the Ashen Green's thing is to, um, oh, maybe I'll, I'll do that in character. Just look at uh, Mr. Welker and just like, uh, Mr. Welker, we need to bring them in alive and just run off to uh, collect this uh, person. Okay, so yeah, so you grab, you try to grab um, Roberta Hellinger and maybe kind of like army carry her. Yeah, he probably does that for a few steps and then just like puts her down just like, Ugh, and then grabs her by the ankles and drags her. It'll help. I don't think he's strong enough to pick her up. Yeah, Herbert will help. All right. Well, Ashton, go ahead and roll um, Act Under Pressure because doing this without getting shot by a person trying to protect Roberta Hellinger is going to be tough. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's a cool roll, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, ten. Ten. Pretty good. All right. So you're able to kind of drag her away. We see Ashton kind of like... Um, 
try to pick her up and then kind of drag her off and essentially drags her out of this scene. And so Ashton is off doing this while meanwhile, Darkblade, Mr. Welker and uh, Sundry Charms are still engaging with this person. And you hear like, Roberta, Roberta. And again, uh, Grant Cheddar's is played by a Tom Green-esque character, like where he just looks like a gangly-ass nerd. And... um yeah, I think at this point he's going to try to, um, I think, shoot at Darkblade, who was the la- who was the person that he saw shoot her. So, Darkblade, could you roll for act under pressure to avoid getting, you know, shot? Unless, yeah. oh yeah, Darkblade, what are you what are you doing to what are you doing in that regard? Like the odds are you're going to be shot in mere moments. Okay, I am going to. Uh, we're trying to get her and throw her in the van, so I'm gonna just try to. Um, uh, how far away is he? He's only maybe like thirty to fifty yards away. Okay. Um, I guess I'll shoot at him. Okay, it's cool. So yeah. then in that case, roll we'll turn kick, fire. Roll, wow. roll, kick some ass. Yeah, I rolled an eight. You rolled an eight. Okay. It doesn't matter. Yeah, so you rolled an eight. All right. So on a kick some ass, the two of you are going to exchange damage with one another. So similarly, uh, what is the damage on Dark what is Darkblade's weapon that he's shooting back at uh Grant Cheddar's with? Um it is a shotgun with uh three all right so similarly he has a hunting rifle that does three damage as well so each of you takes three damage all right and um you hear like oh 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 yeah this person kind of like flops down out of view from where you guys are um yeah, we haven't heard from Mr. Welker and what his game plan is with this. I'm picturing Mr. Welker as like having this moment of like truth where it's like, all right, you're the leader of this team and shit's finally gotten real. And they're just experiencing a total failure of leadership as everything just goes to hell immediately. Can I, um, I'm going to have you make, I'm going to have you make a role that is maybe cheating and maybe just playing a little too hard. Um, can you make an act under pressure role for me? And I'll tell you what the pressure is in just a second, depending on how you do it. I got a total of... Plus cool. Nine. I'm going to retroactively say this explains why you were paused and unable to act in this situation. Yeah, totally. Um, But I'm going to say some stuff that will... It doesn't have any effect now, um, mechanically. But going forward, it could have effects perhaps narratively. When Roberta Hellinger told you, like... I don't know what's going on. And you saw how scared she was. You saw the face of your daughter, Tara mm-hmm. and a situation in which she was afraid. And you sympathized with this woman that like, she is a terrified. She's like 17 or 18 or 19 years old. Like they terrified girl. And like, that's what has prevented you from acting. Mm-hmm. So go again, no mechanical issue narratively going forward just 
maybe keep that in the old brain pan of like Mr. Welker looked at her and saw the same face uh, uh, that he's seen on his daughter when she's scared of something. All right, that makes sense. So then assessing the situation, is Grant Cheddar still a threat? Um, he's kind of slumped. He's slid out of view. I think you guys can't see him, but um, he had exchanged fire with both Darkblade and um, Sundry. All right, so then trying to like snap back into it, um, Mr. Welkers will like walk over to his position with, with his shotgun out and say, uh, Mr. Cheddars, please put down your weapon. Um, this doesn't have to go any further. I want you to come with us. We can sort this out. Um, just put down your gun. Okay, so you try to get up to Grant, get over to Grant Cheddars. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, I think that will be, it'll be lame if I make you do like a defy danger or a act or under pressure to do that. I don't care. Whatever. Yeah, is. so when you get there and you say that to him, um, he kind of like looks up at you and you see that he's been, he's been shot. There's like a bunch of like, stuff that's kind of like gone into his face and into his one of his eyes where clearly like part of the shot had like hit like a tree and like shit had gone into his face and um he has this gun still but it's like a hunt like i said like a hunting rifle and he's kind of flopped onto his back and he's kind of waving it around and when you say that that sounds like a manipulate roll carl go for it here we go i got when stop putting myself in a position where i have to roll this Although I do love XP. Oh, okay. I got an eight. You got an eight. So on an eight. On a seven and nine, they'll do it, but only if you do something for them right now to show that you mean it. Cool. I will toss my gun away. Would okay. That, that work? Yeah. And he he kind of like pants. And what pants. gun do you have to do with the grenade launcher? I had the shotgun out. Um, <laughs> okay. The grenade launcher would be hilarious. Sure, yeah. I had a grenade launcher. I was like, don't make me use this thing that will kill both of us where we stand immediately. And I was like, I was like lug it. I like toss it as far as I can, and it goes like three feet. Yeah. And he, he again, he's like on his back, and he's very badly hurt. And he kind of just goes like, uh, and he kind of puts it down and just says like, like, what do you guys want with her? What do you guys even want with her? I say... We're with Lorcor and we want to help her. Lorcor is here to help. And I'm like saying this almost to like try and convince myself that this is still true. Like looking at all this carnage everywhere. Um, and he'll say, uh, just let us help you, Mr. Cheddars. You're badly hurt. And you badly hurt one of my men too. And he, uh, we all need to get out of here. Yeah. He'll, he'll say to you like, like, like help her. She hasn't done any. She hasn't done anything. You guys are, you guys are stalkers. You're the weirdos. You're, you're the you're freaks. Said, Mr. Cheddar's. You, do you know what Roberta is? Honestly, yeah. He just at this point tells you this information. So at this point, like, I don't see this character being around a lot longer either for a variety of. In, in several situations, he's not an issue much longer. And so what Grant Cheddar reveals is he... Grant Cheddar's goes on a long monologue. This is when the director of this show was like, you know who's never gotten their dramatic debut? Tom 
green. I'll be like trying to like stop and, his eating uh, as he's doing this or whatever else I can do for him. Like looking around at Sundry, see if he's not going to die. You're trying to make sure that the situation is okay while this guy is talking. And he basically describes that um, <laughs> dying villain, villain-esque. Um, yeah, this guy in his, uh, in his, his panting breath is like, like, it talks about how he's like, Roberta and I were always in love. We'd been friends for so long. And I think that Mr. Welker can listen to this guy of how he's talking about how like Roberta and I had always been in love. And you're like, oh, buddy, that is a one-sided thing, motherfucker. Like you are the per- like, this is a one-sided situation. You're the stalker. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And um, yeah, he's like, like we'd always been in love and she... Uh, I knew something something was wrong. There was some kind of problem. I thought that somebody was maybe giving her trouble. And I started hearing about, you know, trouble here here in, Dreef, in, in, here in Dreefield. And he'll say here in Dreefield, but close enough. Um, and he'll kind of tell you about how he went to the University of West Central Florida because that's where she was going. And he always made sure to like, kind of keep an eye out on her and this is where Mr. Welker is like oh this guy is definitely a stalker like this dude is definitely a creepy perv who was like following this girl around um and yeah as the time goes on you'll realize two things that I think are useful for this Mm -hmm. one this guy is in total denial of Roberta Hellinger being any kind of monster But then beyond that, he is totally convinced of her. And this, I think, rings true to Mr. Welker because you had already gotten this information earlier. Um, his his uh, idea of her as a victim mm-hmm. and the circumstances he's describing are other people doing bad things like to her and going after her. And you're realizing that, like, well, some of that's not true. The the what you saw in her eyes and what you heard in her voice, she does seem like a victim who does not have any conscious um, awareness of what she's doing. Can I get any more information about people who might be after her? Is there anything to that? Or is he just talking about things that she did herself? Um. I'll just go ahead and tell you anyone who he views as certainly you guys who are legitimately after her, he views as a threat to her, but he also views anyone who's like a romantic interest of hers as a threat to her. Oh, okay. So yeah. And I'm just, I, I realize like giving you that information is much more interesting than being like, uh, you failed. Yeah. He dies. (laughs) Yeah. Like because right, that, that info really just confirms other th- shit that you have. It just gives it like an emotional element to a certain degree, and tells you who the fuck this guy is. And so this guy, um, I think, just to, to wrap shit up, he just passes out. Like passes he's not dead, but okay. this guy, this guy needs to go to a hospital now, or Seems he's like gonna die. Half of us need to go to a hospital now. I'll like, turn to the rest of the team and be like, Mister Blade, Mister Charms. You gonna yeah. make it? You gonna be uh, all right? I could use the hospital now. <laughs> what does he look like at this point? Uh, sundry charms. Yeah. 
Um, Sundry has Sundry has like a big on whatever shirt that he's wearing, which let's say is like a light blue shirt. It's yeah. got like a which big, does, it says I kill fish on it. Yeah, he's got it's he's got like a big um, Ed Hardy stop not Ed Hardy. Who's, yeah, the fish, who's the fish guy? I thought it was Ed Hardy. Is it Ed Hardy? Anyway, yeah, so he's got like a big salt lap. Yeah, he's got a big salt life, like light blue shirt, and that has like a big, like on his stomach, a huge blood stain. Um, like, but he, but his demeanor suggests he's doing a lot better than he looks like. He looks really bad, but he seems okay by his demeanor. Well, he, he needs to go to the hospital. Like, he's in the, he's in the, he's past that tick. I forget what so. it's called. Yeah. Like, my God, Mr. Charms. Like, we, all right, everyone into the van. I'm like trying to like drag uh, Mr. Cheddar's. I'm just trying to get everybody, including Cheddar's and Roberta, into the van so we can get out of here. That's well, hell. All right, so your goal is to get, grab Cheddar's and bring everybody there, but Ashton's already been dragging uh, Roberta Hellinger Head of towards the, game, the van one. itself. All right, so here's the big deal. Can Ashton Green get Roberta Hellinger into this van before the moon rises? That sounds like a, uh, what is it called? Act under pressure roll. And I, I do have a specialized monster cage in the I band. know, yeah. So that's that's very important for this. Uh, nine. Hell a yeah. nine. All right. So at a nine. You get her in, but you have to get in there too. Honestly, that's what I'm thinking, man. <laughs> Does that make sense? Into the cage? Yeah, into the van. Um, that you're able to get her into this monster cage, but you get pulled into the monster cage too. <laughs> uh, sure. Does she like just transform and pull me in? I I think you're in a situation where you're like loading her in, and um, she starts. I, I said I'm like dragging her by the the um, ankles, right? So I'm probably like my back is against the far wall of the cage already. Absolutely. Yeah, cool? and so. Um, you're like, all right, hold on. And, uh, like the transformation starts to happen and you're like, holy shit. And, um, yeah, we see the door close and it's, it's like, it goes from like red to green, meaning locked, like it slams onto the thing. And it's like, we see Ashton with his back up against the cage to where the camera is like the rear of the van. And, um, we see this monster, this huge Panther kind of rear up. Oh, oh no. Yeah, we hear that. Oh no. Um, all right. So, um, yeah, let's get everybody back in the same situation. So everybody's at the van. Ashton is inside the cage with a now transformed under the light of the full moon, I believe, were panther. And it is indeed exactly that. It's the size of a like a big giant bear, um, like a Kodiak grizzly bear, kind of huge thing. Um, but it's like very, uh, it's kind of standing on its hind legs and it is the kind of sandy colored panther that you would think of. And um, yeah, unfortunately Ashton is in the cage with it. So what are people going to do? 
my suggestion would be that Mr. Charms and Mr. Blade restrain the panther from outside the cage while I, like, try to drive the van. But I'm definitely open to better ideas. Are we all so, in the van? Oh, no, you guys are, like, literally at the back of the van. Like, imagine you're at, like, a van, and the back of the van is open. So minivan or commercial van-esque, like, where the doors in the back are open, but there's a cage back there. Yeah. And um, at the moment, Mr. Uh, or Ashton Green's back is to, like, where you guys. So you see his back as he's trying to back away from this thing, and there's, like, a were-panther. Is he locked uh, in a cage with it, or is the cage door open? No, he can't get out of the cage at the moment. It's, he's locked in there with it. I'll say, Mr. Blade, do you have any advice for us? You know what? I think that uh, we just need to we need to try to calm her down, and uh, maybe we could we could feed her something, give her some meat, and she could chew on that while we're driving. So, all right, yeah. well, I'm just gonna so, go try to open up that cage. Okay, well, first thing first, I think Ashton, A, I'd say that this counts as being captured by a monster, though it is uh, un un unintentional from the monster's perspective. <laughs> B, this monster is absolutely going to uh, wreck your shit um, unless you do something about that. My goal is to get out, but... I do um... have a move that could help if we want to expand those options. So I think we got. I think we got to deal with this first. On Ash's mind, it's he's got to be a good intern, and that means that he can't kill this person. And also, it is a person. He doesn't want to murder people. So um, he's going to try to avoid this creature as much as possible. So yeah. So go ahead and roll. Uh, act under pressure. To avoid getting uh, hurt by this were panther. Yeah, it's the act under pressure game. That is the most common role. Just straight by, I got a seven that time. In that case, I think this thing like rears up and it roars and it slashes at you, and you're able to kind of fumble around on the floor, and it slashes at these cage these bar the bars on this cage. And um, it's shaking the shit out of this van. And um, the van is rocking wildly. And um, you know what? I'm going to throw this out here just because this is the first time you've had this monster van, this monster cage. And later on, you could maybe get it to be better. But the cage itself does not falter. The problem is it's in a van and the van absolutely flops on its side. And so now this van, it's not fucking going anywhere until you get it back up on its wheels. So yeah, this thing, like, it, this, this um, what probably is like a 1,500-pound, 2,000-pound panther leaps at you, and when you move away, it's smashing into this cage, knocks the van on its side, and now this thing is just on its side here in Swamp's Head, State Forest. Alright, so I have a move called Leave No One Behind, where I can try to help someone make a clean escape. And I would like to use that if I can. Alright. Alright, I'm gonna roll it. 
what's what's the what's the narrative plan even before you roll so, it? So maybe like Mr. Welker knows that like oh there's like another way into this cage like on the other side of the van maybe it's like it doesn't look like a door but from the driver's side like I can actually like there's like a small hatch where I can open and like go around the other side and like pull them out maybe. Or maybe oh no even better now that the van's on its side maybe like underneath the cage is like an access from like the bottom. Okay. Either way, yeah. All right, so you're that... trying to utilize like an additional escape route out of this cage. So yeah, so my objective would be to get him out, and I rolled a total of um eight. Eight. And it says, All right. uh, let me see if I can find it. On a seven and a nine, you can either get them out or suffer no harm. You choose. I will get them out. Okay. Yeah, so I think you are able to do exactly that. There is a um, there is a spot on the bottom of this cage that now is just on the side, and you're able to open it up and uh, be like, Ashton, come on! And Carl, what does that sound like when Mr. Walker says it? Uh, say, Mr. Green, if you please. And uh, Mr. Green, you're able to to grab his arm, and of course you say, Yes, sir. All right. And he, uh, Mr. Woker pulls you out of this thing. And as he goes to kind of lock this, um, this tiger, this were panther does three damage to Mr. Woker, like viciously ripping the, sh the arm, the sleeve off his, viciously ripping his arm off. No, viciously ripping like the sleeve off his arm. And, um, like his arm is badly hurt, but soak two for combat armor. Yes. Oh, that's right. You are wearing that combat armor. That's right. Um, here's what I'm going to say instead. It was five damage. Idiot. <laughs> no. I think this thing grabs you, and it grabs the armor. And the deal is you're not going to take any damage because the armor is so tough. But this thing is pulling and pulling and pulling and pulling. And you have to take the armor off. So you have, okay. to, ditch, you have to ditch this armor. Um... To not get your arm ripped off, essentially. Sounds and uh, at some point, like, it's it's doing that, and you hear, like, it ripping around, and then eventually you're able to close this door. And, yeah, you've got a van on its side with a panther in this fucking thing. So it's still in the van? Oh, yeah, it's in there in the monster cage, and the monster cage seems to be holding it. We come back from commercial, and we've got the uh, the four monster hunters. We've got Darkblade69, we've got Chase Welker, Ashton Green, and Sundry Charms, and everybody's kind of battered and certainly breathing heavy. Mr. Welker's armor just got ripped off of him. Uh, maybe... You're, like, barely trying to put, like, a t-shirt back on yourself of what, like, had been over that, or what had been under that armor. I would picture him still wearing the suit under the armor. As oh, so he's still got, like, a dress shirt, but it's now, yeah. like, it's, like, ripped up a bunch, and you're I trying to, like, kind of... still has, like, a suit jacket under the armor. Uh, I think that would be crazy, but, so you know, crazy. crazier than panther, wear panthers. No, but so, like, sure... 
you're you've you've got that uh and you're kind of like trying to put this outfit back together but because it had been under there when this got jostled so much all the buttons are ripped and your shoot shirt and tie and everything are all fucked up um dark blade and um sundry are pretty badly beat up and everybody again is like uh, 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 kind of panting and unfortunately the van is on its side, and also inside the van is a 1,500 to 2,000 pound creature just going ape shit crazy inside this van. All right. So is that thing going to bust out of there, give him enough time? Um, so I'll be honest. The answer to that is no, dot, dot, dot unless there is a role where it makes sense that that could be a consequence of that role. So, so if there is a failed role where that could be a consequence, so for instance, oh, we're going to try to... Actually, very quickly, oh, we're going to try to flip this thing back onto its thing, and we go yeah. way too far, and then, yeah, maybe it's a possibility. But oh. but if you leave it there, No. Uh, Mr. Welby, you think you can get us some medical attention out here? Maybe it makes sense to just wait here until that uh, that lady turned back into a lady. Yeah, and you hear, and and at, as he says that, you hear the like, <laughs> like shaking again. So, yeah, say. I mean, I can't think of any better solutions. So, Mr. Charms, I think you're right. Uh, but I'll, I'll look to you. I'll look, look over Mr. Charms again, who to my eyes looks like he should be on the ground, like dying. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm just going to call the agency. Be like, I'll call on this one. We need, like, the cavalry. So when you call the agency, let's hear that roll. Sharp. And I got a total of nine, unless someone wants nine. to me. Yeah, I'll help him. How are you helping him? I imagine at some key point in the conversation, he'll omit the detail, and I'll remind him about that detail. Cool. All right. I can see that. It'll be like, plus the veins on the side. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it says, on a 10+, plus, you're good. Your request for gear or personnel is okayed, or your slip-up goes unnoticed. That's on a 10? <laughs> or on a 9? Yeah. 10 which is what we got oh so i have to roll the help first yeah you have to roll the help first oh, yeah okay and is it plus bond or how does that work cool. i think in this oh. it's just straight up plus cool oh cool. in this game yeah nice i got a total of 10 nice. all right pretty good yeah so yeah so that kicks it up to a 10 all right so um yeah, let's just say you just get straight to Mr. Bishop. Oh, last person I wanted to talk to. All right, so, so I'm going to have this call on speaker uh -huh. so everyone can hear what's what's being said and can jump in at any time. Uh, and so I'm going to say to Mr. Bishop, like, um, we have the subject uh, on location, and we require uh, some medical attention and uh, some... Um, it's ready to be picked up. Whenever Lorcor is ready to come get it. All right. Well, Welker. All right. I can see your coordinate. We can see your coordinates right now. 
You need medical attention for you or for, uh, <laughs> for it? I'll say both. There's several of right. your hurt. But you got this thing. You got this thing in the cage. I'll, like, look at it. Like, look around at the rest of the team. And again, you look at a van on its side, shaking like crazy. (laughs) Yeah, I'll just say, yes. All right. But bring a lot of men. It's very strong. Um, He basically says, he basically outlines to you that they can get a crew out there with essentially like a, um, like the equivalent of like a tow truck kind of deal like to put it on like a flatbed and then bring that flatbed and strap it onto a helicopter later but they're they can't go into the forest itself at the moment to do that they have they have to move the thing from where it is but they can bring a crew to do that in a matter of hours I'll say uh, that works for uh, for the subject but what about the medical attention can anyone come out here sooner Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't worry. We'll get somebody out there to deal with your, uh, <laughs> your, uh, your friends. And I think there is that legitimate long pause where all you hear in the background is the shaking of this cage <laughs> as you're like, uh, are you? So, here's what I want to do. In like two and a half to three hours, there'll be a whole crew of people that can show up, like a uh, like a group hired with like a um, essentially like a tow truck that can pull your van onto the back of like a flat, like a short flatbed, um, and then that truck can move to an area where a helicopter can pick it up. I do think somebody needs to make a roll to make sure that this goes smoothly. To transfer the car to the flatbed? Yeah, so basically it's like this process is going to take a while. Um, There's going to be steps of people coming out here, putting this essentially like getting a flatbed that they can then winch this van onto the flatbed. They then need to drive the flatbed like a distance away where there's like clearer for the helicopter to come down, strap everything to the helicopter and then have that fly away. So I think one way Sundry could help is uh, by like keeping these people calm, like in case they start freaking out while they're doing this. Sounds good. Sandra, you want to make this roll then? This is uh, another going to be an act under pressure roll. Act under pressure? Oh, I thought it was more of a manipulate something, but that's fine. Uh, yeah, I'll give it a try. Cool. Ooh, total of 10. Total of 10. All right. Nice, nice. So, yeah, you guys have exactly that go on where there's um, these folks show up. And they hear this and they're like, oh, damn, what y'all got? What y'all got in there? Oh, you know, just uh, another one of them uh, Friday night specials. And he's like, oh, and the guy clearly like doesn't know what that means. And he just kind of nods. And um, yeah, like I said, they 
kind of hook up the the van and they use a they use like a, a dark blade they, takes a puff on his clove cigarette and says we've got a fine cryptozoological specimen in there fellas <coughs> and 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 some of these folks who seem like they're like maybe teamsters <laughs> or that <coughs> Oh, and and based based on these roles, that's the deal. It's like these guys seem like they're maybe like teamsters who have like a uh, like a shady background. Is there like they're the kind of guys who would like be involved in like some like organized crime kind of shit, and like they got called in, and they're like, yeah, I'll move a thing for you. And um, when it, when there's like growling and rustling and all kinds of stuff, they pull this thing onto the bed of this truck. And then the bed, the truck honestly just has to go X amount of distance to where a helicopter can come and pick it up. Um, but to make this again um, dramatic, because this is uh, the moment you're going to see this stuff. First of all, I'm going to pause before a helicopter comes and takes this Were Panther away. Is there anything we have to do that requires this Were Panther to be there? I think there's some character interaction I want to have at some point, but um, as far as the Were Panther itself, I, I mean, it, I don't think so. It's just a wild animal at this point, right? It's just a wild animal that's freaking the fuck out the whole time, basically the whole time. Like it'll pause for a few moments, seemingly to gather its strength to go on its next flip out to try to tear through these bars, and it's bashing against these bars pretty good, like. It is the bars are secure. I'm not saying it's not doing damage to the bars. Like it's fucking up this cage, but it's the cage is holding. Um, Maybe Ashton left his cell phone in the cage, and like his mom's calling, and, and the panther answers it. Yeah, it yeah. Like, and, and you just hear this crazy creature rolling around in the background. And Ashton's <laughs> mom is like, "Hello," and the panther's like, <laughs> it's like a Tasmanian devil. No, um, I don't think it's a crazy idea that the phone like is open and like gets picked like picked up like butt picked up basically. But like she just hears this crazy creature going going. Sure, that, that that would I I do actually like that a lot. That like you hear Ashton's mom being like Ashy Ashy, and again the phone the phone will slide out when they move the thing. Um, but yeah, for a while your mom's like, "What's going on? What's going on?" Oh, uh, here's something that Mr. Welker would do, and if anyone wants to like contest him or stop him, feel free. But if uh, Roberta had left anything at the campsite that was of like personal value, like say like mm-hmm. a diary or like a notebook or anything like that, his he would go pick it up and like give it to perfect, the perfect. Do you read through any of it? I feel like if he gets it to it before these people showed up, he would not resist the temptation to like flip through it, but he's going to give it to them. Okay, so yeah, so he, you find in fact that backpack that she was trying to grab, and um, the deal is like that backpack is full of kind of more personal items. It's got some clothing, it's got some food, it's got maybe like a radio, um, but one of the things it does have in it is a diary. And as you look through it, um, you specifically flash to the days that you know are um, these days where there's a first quarter moon, a last quarter moon, a full moon. And 
um, past a year, there's no issue at all. Like that isn't even a thing, but maybe starting a year ago, um, at some point about a year ago on the day after a full moon, and you can like look at your phone and figure this date out. Um, she talks about having um, like come back home and not remember, ha not remembering having come home after being out for a walk. And she was nervous that something had happened because her clothes were torn up and she wasn't sure what went on. And she had heard like stories about people who kind of repressed memories because their clothes were torn and that kind of stuff. But she didn't think anything like she had heard in after school specials had happened. She didn't think she'd been like attacked by a person. It seemed almost like maybe like a dog had attacked her and um, she felt really different, but she didn't know what to make of it. And then if you look at those other different times you have um, the next day, her always talking about dreams that she had of um, like hunger and of anger and of the moon and of um, like, like the forest. And the most recent, just, just for the fuck of it to, to get into this, just like the most recent ones. Uh, like if you look to the most recent entry, it's just like, I have to stay out here. I don't feel safe. I don't feel safe at home. I know my parents are looking for me. I know they know I'm here in the woods, but at the same time, all I know is that the woods keep coming up in my dreams. And this is, this means something. I have to be out here, but I have to be away, especially because of what I'm being accused of. All right, so Mr. Walker will... We'll definitely allow anyone else in the party to like read that if they're interested. And then once the uh, the guys get here, he'll he'll give it to them with the rest of the cargo. Yeah. So these folks kind of like load this thing up, and um, when the uh, when the helicopter comes down, um, for the shit of it again to just have the interaction, um, it's like a big kind of like cargo helicopter that can lift up this van and uh, the kind of like the thing land, the thing comes down and there are like guys who kind of come down on lines like you've seen this shit from like guys yeah. in the military coming down on these lines they're like rappelling down and um, they kind of like come out and they're s setting things up where they uh, they just immediately go to start like strapping this van onto stuff where they're hooking it up onto all of these things. They pass like a line underneath the thing and they're going to bring the entire truck. That is the flatbed like up. And, um, the, but before they, before they're done with this, the thing comes down a little bit farther and, uh, like a, like a ladder comes down and who comes out, but a guy, who is, would be played by Michael Rooker, who played Merle from uh, Walking Dead, but he's taller. And he's wearing a suit that's like a dark gray suit. He's not wearing a tie. And uh, he comes out and he says, 
Welker, I'm impressed. Let's see this thing that you caught. And he kind of like goes to look in. And when the thing like growls and snarls at him, he kind of moves his head back as like we see like some of the claws come out towards him. And he says, got yourself a big one there, Welker. Howdy, fellas. I'll turn to the rest of the team and say, Ben, this is Mr. Bishop. Uh, he's here to help us with the lore corp. This is Mr. Bishop, this is Mr. Blade, Mr. Charms, and Mr. Green. Oh, I know. Oh, I know you guys pretty well. Yeah. Do y'all still have an ambulance coming out this way? Not to be a bother, but uh, could come in handy. I'll turn to Mr. Bishop and say, yes, I And he'll, like, spit out some blood. Yeah. I must insist that the, the medical attention be seen to as soon as possible or my men are hurt. He looks down at a watch and he's like, should be arriving, no problem, no time, uh, in no time. Sundry will look down at his watch and just stare at it for a really long time. Yeah, so, so Sundry <laughs> looks down at his watch and it's, again, it's it's working like a regular watch going around. Um, but I think, like I said, the area where it would say the date just has a number of days and that's yeah. ticking down. It's like zoomed forward um, since he spent that luck point. And uh, the other thing is, I think it doesn't have any markings on it. It's just a blank watch face. I thought it said Morningstar somewhere. Oh, it, it says Morningstar. Maybe as like, on the back. Um, no, it's a, it. Yeah, yeah, it does. On, on the back, it says Morningstar. On the front, it's just a pentagon, a pentagram, and an upside-down cross, and, and a, a goat skull. And a right yeah, but otherwise, you, no more. When you put it, and you when you put it in the sunlight, it goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it's I think the alarm it, ringtone is like the doors just playing backwards. Yeah, and you're like, Ugh. no, it's. I I think it does look like a regular watch. Um, that that the blank watch face is too much. It looks like a regular watch, just without numbers. It just has like the different spots for things. It's just the the date is kind of counting down. Uh, Want to know where they hide? Um, big pool of blood uh, that psychically controls the stock market. Okay. Sure. So go ahead and read a bad situation as you're like, you're like, I know that, uh, I know that the Lore Corporation controls a psychic pool of blood that controls the stock market. As it says on Wikipedia. Got a read a bad situation or just read a situation. It's this. It's the same in this game. Read okay. a good situation. You get a nine. You got a nine, so you get one of those questions. All right. Uh. So. I guess. Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Are there any dangers you haven't noticed? Yeah. What question is that? Is that is that one of the questions? Awesome. So, are there any dangers you haven't noticed? Um, yeah, you realize just now that um, this Were Panther that you guys have been shooting at and doing all these other things, it seems fine. It seems unfazed. It seems unhurt. 
And if this is a creature that has this resiliency that could be studied by a company that doesn't have the best of motivations, who knows what this could go for? Maybe oh, this will I be know. some maybe yeah. this will be some amazing band-aids. Maybe this will be band-aids that don't fall off. Maybe this will be lipstick that lasts not twenty-four hours, but forty-eight hours, seventy-two hours. Who knows what'll go on? Or maybe it could be something darker. Reusable toilet paper. Maybe it could be reusable toilet paper. Toilet paper that wipes you. They've been cutting themselves out of business. Planned obsolescence. Think about it. Yeah, Dark Blade's gonna... Really? Alright. Basically, Dark Dark Blade realizes, like, wait a minute. We're handing over this thing to them, and if they could discover its secrets, this is a big deal. Okay, so... This isn't exactly just like Ghostbusters, or they're in. The, they've got tons of Were Panthers. This might be their first Were Panther. Theoretically, I don't know how Darkblade feels about this, but this is the first Dark uh, Were Panther Darkblade has ever seen, and theoretically the first Were Panther anyone has ever seen. Okay. Whoa. Where are you guys gonna be keeping this uh, Were Panther? Because. Uh... Definitely gonna need uh, access to her once she turns back, and because uh, there might be, you know, this is our investigation isn't over yet. There's a fork in the road, and we only went down one of those paths. There uh, could be others like out there that we need to discuss. And I think. Um... I think Mr. Bishop is like overseeing people as they like hook this stuff up and they're like hooking the last of the like the the um clamps and winches up to this thing and he kind of turns to Herbert and he says like you got a crush kid Don't worry everything will be good keep it pretty for you huh and he does the thing where he like kind of taps you with the back of his hand like on your chest and then on your arm and like like all right Welker. Yes, sir. That ambulance should be coming up here 10-15. And um, I think with that, he and this thing kind of helicopter the fuck out of here. Oh, yeah, just before he leaves, uh, Ashton's going to lean in just like, uh, oh. Um, lean into whom? Oh. Uh, yeah, what was his name again? Mr. Bishop. Mr. Bishop. Uh, Mr. Bishop, um, can I get a letter letter of recommendation from you. You worried about getting an A-plus right now, Ashton? Yeah. The kid's I, uh, just looking yeah, at keeping no, grades up, sir. Yeah, I think that uh, we, we see him doing... He, he says that to... Uh, he says what he says to Darkblade. He slaps him on the chest, taps him on the arm, and uh, Ashton comes over and asks about a uh, letter of recommendation. And he says... Taps you on the shoulder and he says... You keep your shit together, kid, and your mom won't need to work, worry about working at CVS for as long as she's going to have to. Pharmacy tech ain't, uh, it's good. But it won't last, won't last two generations, am I right? And he does the thing where he, like, taps your face. Yeah, I think Ashen's eyes just, uh, grow wide. He's like, well, yeah, you can depend on me, sir. 
And, uh, yeah, this guy smiles like a smile of, like, yellow kind of crooked teeth a little bit, and he just shakes his head, nods his head, yes. And, um, this helicopter's been hovering over you guys for a bit, for maybe, like, eight, nine minutes as this whole scenario has been going on, and somebody gives him the, like, like, we're good to go, we're good to go! And, um, that ladder comes down. And uh, these various guys are kind of going back up that ladder. And uh, Bishop says to Welker, You did a good job. Next time, make sure not everybody can smell the shit that you stepped in. Good job, kid. And he, like, I think gets on, like, a ladder to go up in this helicopter. And they fly away! As this helicopter is leaving, like it's literally like this thing is pulling up, and it's pulling up the um, like the flatbed of the truck. So like the chassis of the truck is still remaining. It's the flatbed that's being pulled up. The flatbed with the van on it. The the cage in the van is on the flatbed being taken by a helicopter. Your entire van is going. Your van will be replaced. Don't worry. I just yeah. wanted to get a mental image of how many containers this thing was in. Yes, it is in a cage, which is in a van, which is on a flatbed, which is being pulled by a helicopter. Yeah, which flies into a giant cargo plane flying overhead. <laughs> exactly, that cargo plane lands on an aircraft carrier. Um, but yeah, so so this thing is being pulled up. Um, but as it's being pulled up, I think it becomes dawn. I knew this was going to happen. Yeah. And so, absolutely, the last thing that all of you guys see is not this panther, but of this naked, scared person in this cage. And then they, and it slowly, it like slowly moves up as Roberta Hellinger in a van on its side on a flatbed holds these bars and looks at you. And maybe she says something, but no one can hear it over the sound of the helicopter and it flies away. turn to the rest of the men and say it's okay she's she's in good hands Lord Corp is here to help and we are here to help and we did a good job today you know like sort of like hiding any misgivings he has you're a real company man aren't you Wilker yeah probably fewer people there are just gonna shoot her in the back for no reason I say listen guys we're all company men now hey she's fine if I didn't shoot her who knows what she would have done she could have turned Blade, I've been, some people didn't mean to ask you that how was your reaction to watching Mr. Charms be shot to shoot someone who didn't shoot him? I don't understand what happened. I know you're the expert. I don't deny your expertise. You've led us a long way, and I appreciate that. But I'd like to get in your head about it. Well, Mr. Walker, sometimes most uh, rational uh, path forward isn't the best one. And um, I shot... You know, you were your eye 
was on the uh, level two mage who was hiding in the bushes, firing some magic missiles. My eye was on the level 10 uh, shapeshifter that, or druid that was about to use shapeshift and slaughter the whole party. Don't expect like pretend to try and understand. Be like, I see. All right. So, where panthers, when they change, they also heal all their wounds. So, and actually, I, I to that to that true. notion, again, all of the wounds that had been suffered by uh, the were panther in the park, and all of the wounds that had been suffered by Roberta Hellinger in the in the forest, that panther looked fine. And even when you saw Roberta Hellinger back as a normal person. Fine. So I'll say, so you knew that it wouldn't have any lasting harm on her, which is why you tried to incapacitate her first? I knew that. Yes. So it's sort of like nod dubiously. Okay. I I guess I understand. Cryptozoology is a, it's not just a science, Mr. Welker. It's also an art. Ten to fifteen minutes after the helicopter goes away, maybe like a ambulance comes by to help you guys out, and kind of paramedics come and see to everybody. People might have to go to the hospital for a little bit. Um, uh, Grant Cheddar certainly has to go to the hospital as he's a person who is likely like on the verge of dying. Just like laying in the dirt all night, like we just like take care of this monster. Maybe Sundry leans on Ashton's like, hey, uh, hey kid, help me up into this old ambulance here. Yeah, so there's like a, there's an ambulance and there's paramedics and they're trying to deal with whatever. And they're maybe one of them is trying to help uh, Sundry up into the thing. But if Ashton was to help him into it, that would be easier. Oh, uh, wow, Mr. Charms, you really, you really got took a licking there. Well, I gave as good as I got. Don't you worry. I, uh, Oh, yeah. couldn't help but hear your mom's yeah, still, I think... still working at CVS. Uh, <laughs> oh, what? You, you oh, yeah, she's a pharmacy tech. Your family doing okay? Oh, yeah, she she's fine. She, it's just she gets worried so often. She just calls me all the time. It's, oh, my gosh, just so embarrassing. You probably know. Family, you know, they're so annoying. Gosh. He'll put his like uh, um, hand on Ashton's arm. He'd be like, "Listen, kid, family's all we got." Oh, I guess, yeah. In the end, I guess. All right, now cart him off. While they're in the back of the ambulance, I want to like come up to them and, and first say to Mr. Charms, "Like, um, I'm sorry uh, you rehearsed so badly." Are you are you gonna be all right? Uh, nothing. A fifth of vodka and uh, uh, bottle pain pills won't fix. Yeah, like pat him on the shoulder. It's a good man. Um, and he'll turn to Mr. Green and he'll say, uh, "Ashton, if you wouldn't mind," and he like wants to take him aside for a second. And he'll say, uh, "Mr. Green, you performed just as admirably as you performed admirably out here, and um, that's a rare and brave thing, especially for someone your age." you know, after seeing what you saw, how do you feel about staying with Lorecorp? Because I understand if, like, this is too much for you. 
no one will think less of you if uh, if this is too much. And I think he, uh, sure, in the back of the kind of the ambulance, right? You're saying? Sure. Yeah. I guess it was like a side, so maybe outside the ambulance, like leaning against it, maybe. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's not. It's not driving yet. Who knows why? But he's just like, yeah. Puts puts like uh, his hands on his head, you know, like stressed out style. He's like, yeah, that was really crazy, especially when I was in that cage. I thought like, I couldn't find any way out, but you know, he looks back up. Just yeah, but you know this. Like you, Mr. Welker, and this team really helped me out. Like, we 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 did figure it out, and we I mean we saved that girl. Um, we could have we could have killed her, but I think probably Lorcor can really help her out and do what they need to do, and you know, make a little help the shareholders out too. So, no, I think like I'm really there. You know, I this this was pretty scary, but you know, the Gilman was scary too, and. I think I can really, you know, take it up a step and go to the next level. No, I, I'm with you, Mr. Welker. You know, like pat him on the shoulder and say, I'm happy to hear that, Mr. Green. And I'm really proud to have you in this team. Um, we are doing good work out here. Um, you go back with your old charms now. Oh, yeah, Mr. Charms. Yeah, sure. I can see Dan. This American Monster is a production of This American Dice. This American Monster uses the Monster of the Week system, a game published by Evil Hat Productions and by Michael Sands. Sundry Charms is Lee. Chase Welker is Carl. Darkblade69 is Alex. Ashton Green is David. And your Game Master is Austin Smith. Our theme song is by Patrick Ross. It's called Sinlude. Can't really go wrong with the Liger. Just don't kill the Liger. Hey! Oh, at least sneezed his lights out. It's true. At least sneezed so hard the lights went out. <laughs> In the background, we hear. He sneezed so hard when Rachel <laughs> gave birth. But the grenade I attached to the bottom of the van goes off. Mr. Welker goes, gar, gar, going! And he explodes. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, you've also put a chip into the computer system. My God, it fails. Yeah. Luckily, you've got a dolphin who's a psychic who can manipulate the currency of the World Bank. Yeah, and Cheddar's wakes up in a secret compartment in the van where I placed him, and he's on our side. And he's like, I've been a robot the whole time. Engage yeah. kill mode. <laughs> <laughs>